always, always unprepared. See, <coughs> see, you start a second. I'm not ready yet. Mentally, you know, it's a gig. You know when it's, you, know, you can know when you're coming on. Aye, I, I think you always need that. You need that first couple of miles, didn't you? Just to ease yourself in. Aye, well, it's doing running, running metaphor. Aye, there, yeah, right yeah. away. Aye, <laughs> right away. Right, we're all rolling whenever you're ready. So do you do the clap or do you do that now? No, well, well, day one just for today. <clears throat> right. <laughs> right, so, uh, <clears throat> so I. Hello! Uh, where am I looking? The camera's out there now, man. This is fucking weird. Because <laughs> we've, ge- we've got a guest in today. Chris, it's our first ever guest. We've made it. We've done five million episodes. <laughs> and they've been touches because of that web stuff. Because of all the dodgy stuff the Dark Web we do, then they would come near us. But now we found somebody on the Dark Web. <laughs> so we've got Graham Connolly. Have I said that right? Hello. Yeah. Hello, aye. So, so this is episode six. And officially, this is our first guest uh, on the, the fuck it list. And the reason I got Graham is because, like, you've done... How many gigs have you done, Graham? So you, Graham's a new comedian. Yep. Right, but that's still why I got him because fuck, fuck getting new comedians on. Well, I've always <laughs> but Graham's got a, st- a bit of a story. So, how many, how many gigs you done? I don't know. Um, I've been going for just over a year. I a year? I don't keep track. Aye. So, a lot, see, a lot of comedians like, uh, like early on, the like Rain Man. Aye. They go, they go, 25 gigs, died my whole four times. <laughs> well, I always say they've died their whole four times, but they've actually probably died their whole 14 times. Aye. But then. That week. Aye, uh, so you've done about a year. Aye, about a year. Aye, aye. You going all right. I'm enjoying it. I'm having aye. fun. That's what matters. I'm having fun. Having fun. Aye, right. It's fun. It's fun talking shit to people. Ah, it's good, isn't it? It's aye. a dream. And, and the reason I got um, Graham on because where did I meet you, Graham? Uh, well, it was the actually that web case the the police on it. <laughs> Falkirk. It was a wine lab. Oh, I saw it. Falkirk, and then so I was in there. That was it. Did no, no. Uh, no, it was all right. There was a few, in not aye. aye. No, it was all right. Aye. Because there was another gig I done after that. I was dead. I think I'm remembering that one. I was not that one. So aye, the, the aye. So you, you must be the the person that kind of brings people in. Then the goose that shot the golden aye. egg. I was alright. Well, who was who was on? Was that was a girl comparing it there? Aye. What was her name again? Can't remember. Can't remember. Right. So it was, it was a classic open night. Like I had arranged it through Alex, and then I turned up, and Alex wasn't there. And the lassie that runs it with him. She was doing the night. She had no idea I was coming. Aye. And it, aye, just a classic open mic night. Just aye, like, who the aye. fuck are you? Aye. <laughs> I'll squeeze you in. I've aye. been booked to this gig for 300 weeks. Aye. But there you go. <laughs> well, I've not, I've not got you on the list, yeah, Bob. <laughs> it was all right, man. No, it was all right. Aye, it was, it was all right. a nice night, man. I think we had about 12 in or something aye. like that. I don't know. There might be 20 or something. I can't even remember. But I think it was, I was running about that. Uh, the only thing, I, the thing that sticks in my mind is that the week crazy woman at the front with the crutches just uh, sat her cell just she was a maniac man aye kind of. aye aye but good to like if you were kind of struggling just to turn back to her and, right you know so I mean? she was a maniac but she wasn't quite over sometimes a pain no quite a pain in the arse no she was just a bit fucking crazy look right. you know what I mean but chai with it nice and chai aye, like, aye, an occasional we need get out of jail free card aye, you, you need, need a chai crazy aye. person you're just like oh I'll just lean out here a wee bit aye that always helps but sometimes Chris there's like uh, there's that level that level of crazy is alright but there's a level where somebody's just a pain in the arse aye aye if you poke them they they just you know it's like poking a wasp's nest aye, you're too kinda, much you verge her into the territory of being a bottle bag and, and then that, there's a point where you chuck them out I've only saw that once aye I've only saw that well like borderline no in fact 
Last gig I did at Red Raw, a boy got chucked out. Aye. Aye, aye. Uh-huh. What was that for? The Oh, just being a prick. Aye. Not aye. before I managed to get a wee clap for uh, <laughs> accusing him of wanking a cow. Aye, he's been a dick, and I was like, right, fuck it, I'm going for him. Man. Aye. Aye. And then he got kicked out. All right. Because there's heckling, which is good, right? I don't, you get heckled at music, Chris. It doesn't really happen as much at music, does it? Occasionally, like, by my mates, but no, not genuinely. Aye. But music's different because you're kind of background there, aren't you? People could chat when you're on stage, yep. kind of thing. But with comedy, they actually listen. So there's a level of um, kind of heckling where people are part of it. Where, hmm. where there's the, work, the worst people are like Christmas nights so sometimes it's like cocaine takes over. <laughs> so cocaine hecklers are a pain in the ass because they think they're funnier than the guy that's been doing it for years. And they're loud and they talk over every punchline. And, and when you're talking, they want it, they think it's a conversation. Oh, yeah. So see if you're talking about, I don't know, a certain thing, mm. they'll go, aye, well, I agree with you, but and says, I'm not asking for your opinion, mate. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling I'm telling you material. Aye. But if somebody heckles at the night, the right points, if it gets a laugh, but it's not killing punchlines. Aye. So, so there should be a heckling workshop. I quite like hecklers, but because like they... they aye, make good the, hecklers. They, aye, they make the classic mistake of, Thinking that that microphone-shaped item in your hand is not a lightsaber. Aye. No, I mean, aye. it's just it's just dead easy to just fucking aye, put aye, them clean into it. It's great. I love taking the legs away from aye, somebody. Aye, fuck my back. I, I got heckled once in, in Govan by a guy. He must have been late 70s and uh, poor health. Looked as though he'd maybe a wee bit of a drinking problem. Uh, no way, a 70 year old in government with a drinking problem. <laughs> Honestly, you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't think it. Not, not much, because usually but it, most of them don't make it to 70. Aye, he's an, an, an anomaly. Well, this, this guy had like, a pair of crutches he, and that. He must be the wise one. <laughs> his, his phone went off just as I was delivering my very last line. Oh, man. And like I was like, oh, and I kind of mentioned it, and he, he just, I, I don't know, poor guy, he must have been embarrassed or something like that. But he kind of just lost the plot and then this old guy in the middle of this gig storming up threatening bar me with his crutches it was horrendous fucking hell but you're like what do you say I don't know I just I was like no I don't know I was just like stick peg me with it or something I don't know what I said I'm not sure I know but it was very uncomfortable man it wasn't a great heckle it wasn't Aye, a that's part of the experience isn't it well that's it man there's no bad, bad gigs is there there's just experience and learning uh, I think I mean I don't know if I mentioned this last week Chris there was a I I think I, try, I, I always kind of try not to repeat things, but sometimes I, I love, sometimes I like mental hecklers like that, and it's a different way of dealing with it. There's a guy called Paul Perry, right? Don't know if you've ever heard of him. He's from Dundee, he lives in London now, and he was a fucking, he still is, he's a legend, right? He used to, like, he doesn't drink anymore for a good reason, right? Right? <laughs> right I had some great nights with him, but he, he was brilliant with hecklers and Madness. He was one of these mental comedians, but he was also funny as fuck. Aye. So there was a gig in Edinburgh. Right, I wasn't there, but I heard about it. And it was in Leith, Leith Walk somewhere. Mm-hmm. And there was a load of Hibs casuals in. Right, so the gig was in a bar, right? So it was in a bar, and there was a pool table, and there was no separate room. And these guys, there was a few comedians on doing a gig, and it was full of Hibs casuals. And they were fucked, right? The Hibs casuals were just threatening them and shit. And just like the bloody heckling or like, ah, we're going to stab you kind of shit, right? And just like it was the <laughs> like, one of the tough gigs. Like, that old guy would have been fine compared to these cunts. And this guy, Paul Perry, apparently one of the Hibs casuals had him pinned to a pool table by the neck. Wow. At one point. But Paul Perry was fucking 
comedy genius and while this guy was pinned to the neck well by Paul, Paul was pinned to the neck at the pool table Paul still had his microphone <laughs> in his hand and while he was getting pinned threatened Paul was still ripping the piss out of the guy <laughs> look at you you big ugly bastard just roasted him and eventually the guy went you're fucking mental let him up <laughs> you know what I mean and that's the kind of that's the kind of level of kind of commitment to comedy that I love aye he could have got stabbed but the guy aye. just thought you're a fucking maniac that's not bad joking your way out of doing aye it's aye, aye, aye no buy a hip schedule buy a hip schedule <laughs> I think that's why most comedians do it they can barely get to school they can stop stop them getting hit a lot mm, aye, <laughs> aye you need a, a, a shite childhood to be funny aye aye Sorry, you brought back the trauma. Anyway, so... <laughs> so the reason, Chris, the reason I got on... Uh, so I got I got you on the day, right? Because it's the fuck it list. And uh, so... so and I, I met you. I kind of got chatting to you. I didn't really chat to you much in Falkirk. No, no reason why. I didn't think... That guy looks like a dick. I'm not chatting to him. I just didn't. We just, I don't know. I got chatted briefly. But I got to know you a bit better in uh, Hamilton, I think. Uh, aye. aye Aye That would have been it aye. I mean I've only met you a couple of times But when aye. I spoke to you in there And we started chatting about running Because mm-hmm. like, I, I think at the time Was I training for the marathon? You were Aye I think you were Was well, it Edinburgh? You're Edinburgh. Edinburgh Well I say Like this year I, I say training I'd fucking Hadn't done much training at all this year I more or less walked Most of that one night But <laughs> But I was talking to you And, and the reason I could have Could have Could have gone well with you because your comedy was good I thought you had a good bit of comedy as well but then you started chatting you were out. this guy's an ultra runner ultra did I tell you that Chris you did I did I so, so you've ran like 100 miles <coughs> 200 miles and shit I did a, a a fastest known time once and it was 240 miles that's right. the furthest I've done fucking yeah. amazing aye so right like, we'll start like, like I feel as if I'm being like James English let's get back to the beginning that's what he does isn't it <laughs> so how did you get into that right? how did you like so, so, how did you start getting into the running so what's your thing I, I it fascinates me that it's actually on my fuck it list to be able to do a hundred miler at some point aye like getting a decent marathon again after last year's my first goal but then to do like an ultra maybe a 50 first See, in many ways, a marathon is, is more difficult. Because, like, a marathon, you're, like, proper... You're running for 26 miles, Aye. which is hard. <laughs> but you, <laughs> I was the running for 26 uh, miles. I hit the wall at three miles this year. I was shit. Like, an ultra, like, an ultra is basically... Especially if it's, like, a hilly ultra on trails... It's basically just, like, an eating and jogging competition, man, which is my kind oh, of day. You're talking you know my language. Mean? Aye, aye, honestly, like that. Here's what you think this guy was like, an ultra running about. He's full of shit. He just went for a walk. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm above average decent ah, eat, uh, running and uh, eating and jogging. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially the eating bit. Aye. So much the jogging. But aye, well, I, I, a marathon, you need to run a lot, man. Aye. Which fucking sucks. Like, ultra marathon runners, like, they live in fear of like 10Ks and half marathons. Aye, really? Oh, I fucking hate them. Hate them. Aye. Aye, aye. Give me, like, a wee meandering trail and then a wee hill I can walk up eating a fucking a cheese kebab. sandwich or something. <laughs> I'm having a kebab, aye. But, uh, aye, so I, I, when I was younger, uh, I started off. I was doing in England, actually, on a course. Uh, I was living down there in a pal of mine's, like, here, there's this thing, have you ever heard it before? Cage fighting. I, I can't mind what they called it at the time. Wasn't it cage fighting then? And, uh, MM, no, no, that's... Uh, it wasn't even MMA yet. It, it change was... all the time. It was MMA now, but it was uh, cage fighting then. Oh, it's fucking... 
all over the place. So, so you got the cage fight, though. Right, well, my pal's just, he'd done a bit of tie boxing. He's like, Moan, do you want to go and do this? And in the spirit of the podcast, I was like, aye, fuck, fuck it. it. Aye, let's hey. try it. So we went, we fired to the... He said it, he said it. I need guest headphones. Every time somebody says, fuck it, we've got a wee clip of Peter Griffin going, ah, he said it. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, sorry, oh, I felt sorry, sorry for him, he's missed out. Yeah, right, the, we'll uh, I'm going to see how many times I can shoehorn it in now. Shoehorn what? Fuck it. He said it, he said it. He hates it, by the way. Fucking fuck this shit. Goodies away. Job done, Chris. Just see me. Did you start recording? Did you actually have this plan? Like, you actually said, hit people, but you want to do the podcast, then we'll get up to fuck. This has been the plan. Right, where were we? We've digressed. Aye, so cage fight. England. Cage fight went away and get in and done this thing. Valley Trudeau, that's what they called it. Valley Trudeau. Valley Trudeau, aye, Valley Trudeau. They just did all of them for cage fighting. I think it's like Brazilian or something, but it's like Valley Trudeau is very different, man. It's just two big steroided guys, like just kicking fuck at each other. It's a lot less technical. The um, bye. So we, we we went and tried this, and it was all right. And uh, I think I think the byproduct was I ended up getting like my elbow fucking snapped or something. I thought yes. that was all right. <laughs> I, well, I was in this fight, and this grappler guy like put me in an armbar, like, and I didn't know what any of these things were. And like, apparently, if like you'd had enough, you were to tap. But I, I hadn't been doing it long enough, and the guy it was coaching us, he hadn't thought to tell us that. So I'm like getting Should- my Aye, and I just I heard it all like all the tendons and sinew and all that ripping, and like I just squealed, and then the referee he realised that my arm didn't. Surely squealing is the equivalent of tapping. I was kind of like screaming. Aye, the referees like I think the referee kind of realised this boy doesn't know he's meant to tap the gun. Right, I'm just. But anyway, aye. So, so that was it, and then I came up the road, and there was a few boys. I didn't really know them yet, but it was a few boys I knew of at home. And they were getting into this MMA thing as well, and and then and then that was it, man. We were all cage fighters a couple of years later, and uh, we tied in with some boys in Glasgow, Aye. and uh, and like it just it grew arms and legs, man. And there's like we ended up with like this fight team. It was like DNFT, Dinky Ninja Fight Team. Dinky uh, Ninja oh, Fight Team, name, it's a great name, <laughs> isn't it? Like this, there's like this gang, uh, the Dinky, and they're up uh, Bruce Hill. And we used to hire the Bruce Hill Leisure Centre once Aye. a week to go and kick fuck at each other. And uh, and then that was it. My, my mate's big brother, he just came out, oh, fucking dinky ninjas are away up Bruce Hill tomorrow night again training. And that was it. It just it just stuck. And then it became the dinky ninja fight team and then DNFT. And it kind of just exploded. There was just, we ended up with this big fight team that basically <coughs> just kind of dragged in Nice to the fighters in Scotland and gyms all over the place now, fucking clothing ranges and all that. Aye, aye. The, I, I would say probably most of the Scottish fighters you've saw in the UFC at some point I have came trained or are trained by aye, they've got some sort of DNFT lineage. Oh, right, so you're, you're start your party the start of it, they just kinda of grew. Ah, well, I think I I think I was the learning how not to date phase. Aye, aye, aye. aye, aye, aye I like knew they're a wee bit they're a wee bit more polished aye, now, you know. Aye, what I mean? that's, that's a bit like comedy, start off, you've got no idea what you're doing, and eventually <laughs> get a few laughs. Probably like music as well, Chris, isn't it? Aye. Aye. Start off, you're going, what the fuck am I doing? Aye, I can ask. I, I started in school, so it was like everyone watching me was forced to clap. Like, which was quite hey, handy hey, but hey. then I got out into the real world into the pubs oh, aye, and I played aye. into the back of people's heads and things changed aye. <laughs> just rude 
I know. Just rude. <laughs> Aye, I swear it was a man. I was like, guy, cage fighting. And then I'd done some boxing in the Navy and stuff. And then I oh, in the Navy as well, aye. Aye, 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 aye. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a submariner. What's yeah. that mean? You uh, drive submarines? I don't drive. I, I do like the, the engineering type stuff. All right. Aye. I fix reactors, basically. That's my job. Or I watch our people fix reactors. So where did you work? B, did you work BAE systems? No, I'm doing Faz Lane. I'm like proper in the Navy, man. You still in it? Mm. All right, mm. all right. I, I don't go away. Anymore. So where is Fastlane again? That's Helensburg. Helensburg. Oh, Helensburg. So that's where they keep the submarines. Aye, Helensburg is so posh. There's so much money in Helensburg that they went and parked a fleet of submarines there to protect the place. All right. I mean, that's how rich Helensburg is. Aye. The aye, uh, but uh, where, where the fuck was I going there, man? So uh, aye. So I did a bit of boxing in the navy, and then I just I, I kind of got. I was about six or seven years into it, and there's you get a shelf life when you're doing combat sports. And if you just keep hanging in there, man, you just end up. Ah, so football's a lot of damage. So what's the kind of kind of age, the high stage as a combat fighter? But thirties. I don't know. I, it's, I can, I'd say it's a twenty-something sport. Twenty-something sport. Ah, it's a twenty-something sport. You get like a few. Yeah, I'm 50 I was going to take it up man. <laughs> Aye, no, I, I think you'd be fine man Maybe past your peak Fuck you <laughs> Don't tell me I'm past my peak You and McGregor if you're out there Aye. Fucking bring it on you Irish prick Right that's it You and McGregor Oh you and McGregor I reckon I can take you and McGregor I was like I wouldn't say Conor McGregor, but fuck that, he kicked my cunt. He's just called out Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> you don't watch Star Wars, have you? Very fucking handy, man. You and McGregor, bring it on, you cunt. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a, re, a retake, a, a remake, a train spotting. Right. Hey. Right, where was we? <laughs> so, fucking dragging us out, innit? I'm already better fuck out of you and McGregor now. That's on my fucking last time, remember that. Let's right. book him on the podcast. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, Sorry, I, I, I kind of sacked all the fighting and stuff. And it's, see when you look like this, you know what I mean? You're sitting thinking... Oh, you're, you're gorgeous, I, mate. I, Stop it. You get a point, you just need to look after the moneymaker, you know what I mean? <laughs> you're pretty. I mean, don't start to get battered about a wee oh, bit of that. Your nose is not right, is it? Like? Well, it depends what side you look at. <laughs> the, uh, I, 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 I sacked the fighting off and I just ended up with a bit of hole because it becomes like a bit of a family, you know what Aye. I mean? And it, it takes over your life and stuff and then you're suddenly just doing hee-haw. And I was still kind of trained during the gym and all that, but I was still, I think, I'm thinking missing. You've only part of something anywhere. And, uh, and then I just, I was away at sea and I did a wee run and I was a boy there and he's like, oh, I did a half marathon. I was like, fucking 13 mile, man. That's fucking Blew 18, my mind. Man, no. And uh, I thought, right, I'm, fuck it. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm going to eat when I get back. <laughs> the, uh, so it was weird. I got back and I was like, I says to my brother, I, was like, I want to do a half marathon. Aye. He's like, I'm doing the Glasgow one. I was like, no way. So we did that, and then we did it the following year. And then uh, I, I was I was out running one day, and I just I saw this wee hill, and I thought, I'm just going to go up there, and it was all muddy and dirty, and it was fucking wonderful. Because all, yeah. all the running I'd been, I'd been doing before was like running fucking council estates and doing by Asda and running a park and all that, but just pish. A, a few oh, laps around Asda Fucking uh, terrible uh, uh, A lot uh, of people are like Oh I went out a run the other day And I hate running And running's pish uh, Running's no pish man It's the running your day is pish uh, uh, But I went up this he's hill judging, He's judging my running Chris Aye <laughs> My running's even more We've this before uh, uh, But it's like <clears throat> I went up this hill And it was all dirty And muddy And, and I walked up Maesty it 
And then, but I, I was running along this hill and I had a great view and it was all wet and shitey and then I was running down this muddy hill and I was slipping and falling. It was fucking brilliant. Aye, aye. Oh, what a difference. See, I've done, a, I've not done much of that, but I, I, need to, I probably need to get aye. some advice off you for that. A different sport. It's aye. a different sport altogether, man. And, and I suppose the hills and that are harder, so, so I'm kind of doing flat, kind of slightly hilly, but my level of fitness isn't that good to know, so... I mean, you just, that's the thing, you just look, you walk the hills. Aye. It's not as much about, see, see when you're out on trails and hills and all that, it's not as much about running, it's more about being out there. Do you aye. know what I mean? Aye. And, aye. Uh, but I slid at this and I actually got to the top of the hill and I ran a wee bit and I, I took a picture and I was bogging and I sent it to my bra and I was like, we're missing out, we need to do this, man. Aye. This is what we're doing, fuck Aye. the canal. And that was us, we became trail runners and then Aye. I just tied <coughs> in with a boy for the gym. And so you, you were at yourself that day when you kind of got into it? I just do it, Aye. Aye. and I got all muddy in that and then me and my bra, we went out and then we went out up the hills together and it was like walk, jog, walk, jog, run, eat. This Aye. is fucking gallus. And then we tied in with a boy we decided again we we're just like right fuck it let's say uh, we did tough mother or something like that right, it's like the toughest thing on the planet but turns out it's no oh he's dissing tough mother commercial bullshit <laughs> the, uh, no the judge M that's done tough mother well done they're going to rebrand it I'll to take moderate mother Chris I fucking I'm just taking tough mother off my <laughs> off my fuck it list because she's dissed it aye Oh, well. It's effectively what jungle <laughs> is to comedy, do you know what I mean? It's just fast food bullshit. The, uh, aye, so, uh, so we did this tough matter and then we were like, do you know what, right, let's go and uh, let's just run the West Highland Way. So we aye. we decided to run it over three days and just, and that was us, we were trail runners then. But it just so, so happened So is it about running, be... walking over three days or did you kind of run most of it? No, I was fucking probably walking most of it, man. Aye. I think the first 26 miles or something took us about 10 hours or something aye. like that. The, you saw uh, for a pint and stuff like that on the way. No, as much drinking, but there was a lot of stopping and walking and jogging. And Aye. The, uh, but that's the thing, man. You just need to take your time because you'll make yourself sick of it. But um, we'd met this boy we'd met who did all this ultra thing. He was actually running the West Highland Way race, which was the full thing in right. one day. And this yeah. purely by coincidence fell on the Saturday. So how many miles route. is it the one day? 96. 96. Aye, so this, this, this race just purely by <sighs> coincidence fell on... They uh, fell on the day we were, the, the Saturday we were out, and, and my pal was there and went down and we saw him going by and he was like in the top 10 and we were like, fuck me, man. These people had just done in about five hours or something. Like it took us like 10 hours the day before and then they had another 30 odd <coughs> mile a day or 60 odd mile a day. And then the rest of the day we were on the West Hill Way with all these people in this race and like we were just totally submerged in the middle. We felt like we were a part of it. And then that was it. It was kind of like, right, uh, you get hooked, you this is what we're doing. doing aye. Aye. So aye. Like a couple of months, in fact, like a month later, I signed up for my first ultra in the August and then my brother signed up for one in October. And then it was a bit like the, the, the cage fight and it just snowballed for aye, the air, aye. man. And, and running's this kind of thing, like see once you become a runner, because you need to spend a period of time, it's just like a couple of years of consistently turning up. You need to spend a period of time becoming a runner, but see once it does, it just infects aye. every single aspect of your body oh, and aye, your aye, life you aye. know what I mean it just seeps its way into everything aye. but it's wonderful aye. you know it's wonderful aye. aye so that's how I get into ultra running aye, aye so, so see you're saying there um, you know the kind of the feeling you get and all that I, I remember like because I, 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 like, I nobody talks to me about running see what I talk about running my fitness level is crap now but it's getting better and you start getting that wee buzz again aye and, uh, and I remember right, this is a specific thing I remember like three years ago I was in Australia right and uh, and uh, like I, I was, all, I had a good time, but for some reason I wasn't that happy at the time, 
right? Which is like a wee, wee, wee sad dude. Uh, so I was all right. I was just, I was, I was all right. I had a good time. I was doing the festival over there in Perth, and I was kind of, and I, and I was putting photos up. I was in the the, the beautiful beach. There's all these beaches and the scenery was amazing. I was taking all these photos. It was like 40 degrees. It was too hot for me, but it was just all these people going, oh, fucking hell, that's amazing. And I was I was having an all right time, but I was the, I was kind of, I don't know why, I just felt a wee bit hang. But then I remember a few months after that, I was out running a lot. And like, see, like, and I just remember a specific time. I was out running, I'd been out running a few months. And you know that bit when you're, when you're unfit, it takes ages to get to a level where you actually run a few kilometres without stopping. Mm-hmm. So I could probably do three or four kilometres an hour without stopping, so I'm kind of getting there. So I, I kind of got this point, do you know that point when you're running and you, you, you just count, you start running, you feel your breathing's just in sync? Mm-hmm. You, know that, you know that bit? It's, uh, you, for a while, like, you're blown out your arse, you run a bit, you go, <laughs> you're like a fucking, like, it's like a, a nuisance phone call, you're kind of out your arse, but then... One day it just happens, and it usually happens after you've done a few miles, and then you get to a bit, you just start running, and it just everything goes in sync. Your pace and your breathing just sync up, and you're just running as if you're walking, and it's just. And you just get to that point that the, the, the oxygen you're burning is going through your lungs as aye, quick as you're using it. You just, you've, you're just basically oxygen. You're just at equilibrium. And then that's it. That's just that's kind of the point where you just like that. Sweet and it's just spot. sweet spot. So yeah. now at the moment I'm getting that a wee bit, but not enough. Uh-huh. But I remember this point. Um, like I think it was maybe a year after I was in, uh, maybe months after I was in Australia, and I was running between the back of Christon and Moody'sburn. Like you don't know, it's a wee road. It's not. It's not like one of your kind of cool roads. It's like a wee back road. So it's in between you know, like a normal road and the ones you're talking about. A wee back road between uh, Christon and Moody'sburn. And I was running and I just hit this kind of pace. And I just got this kind of, it was like a euphoria kind of thing. I was like, fucking hell, I feel amazing. And I, and I remember at that point, I was running this back road for about half an hour. I was like, I feel a lot better here than I did when I was in Australia. And I was I was, I was outside Moody's burn. <laughs> so that, see, when you know you're I mean, running, running, like, you, you, you're, just, you're damaging yourself, you're hurting yourself. And, and what your body does is, look, it just starts to release and release endorphins, aye. And it's basically just as I can. I think it's like a form of painkiller or something, aye. It's just to keep you going. And it just makes you feel good, aye. And it does, man. And like that, see that when you feel good, and then you've got that oxygen equilibrium when you're just kind of you're, you're, you're absorbing as much as you're burning, aye. man. That's just I I don't know. You hit like that stage of flow or something aye, like that. Aye, you know aye, what I mean? I, I I I term it as like taking your heat for, head for a shit. Because like you get through that first couple of miles and then your body just all loosens off and everything starts to feel natural and you just, all, all, all these thoughts and feelings and all that just get processed through Aye. your brain and then you get to a point, you've just emptied all the shite out your head, your Aye. body feels good and then you're just, it's just that flow, man. That's, that's the sweet spot. That's the sweet I guess spot. Sometimes when I'm about running, I like my, my fitness is getting a wee bit better. It's still frustrating because it's taken a while because it's been a while, but... You know, it's always the first few miles I'm out there. I've got that. How am I no fitter? I've been mm. doing this for months, but then after I've done an hour or maybe about half an hour, it kind of kicks in a wee bit. Aye. You know, and I go, oh, fucking hell, it's good. Everybody it's, starts too quick as well. See, when you're fresh and like you've got caffeine in you and you're like fucking, you've been fueled and stuff, you're like, you feel great and you start and you're like, you're running quick for about maybe the first half mile. Then reality kicks in and then after a little bit, two or three miles, you're, you kind of hit. A reality pace, you aye. know what I mean? And then that's it, you're... Aye, it's all right then. I Start get, slower. 
I know that's what, that's what I've learned for you, right? Because I, I, uh, like I was speaking to you recently about it. I was asking you for your advice and all that because I, I was like I've started running again and I'm fucking blown out my arse man and I just and I was like slowed down Aye. and that was always when that when I was a bit fitter a few years ago I would go out quite fast but then I was like alright slow down and I've been kind of, I've been doing that and that's helping Aye, patience so, so, and consistency and, and really slowing down but mm. so I've got to a pace but then but then I, I I know that I'll run out of steam after a few miles, but if I slow down, I can do a wee bit longer. Are you better jogging like 3K uh, or something like uh, that consistently than like running a solid first K and uh, just feeling like shit and walking uh, the rest, you know? Like patience and consistency, man. Oh, uh, totally, aye. I'm getting there. So I'm doing about three or four days a week now, and it's getting there slowly but surely. And, and uh, I'm going to win the Edinburgh Marathon next year. Aye. Course aye. record. Course record. So I'm going for, I'm going to beat two hours. Right. So my best time so far is four hours twelve minutes. Right, okay. But I'm going to take two hours seventeen minutes, two hours, two hours twelve minutes off my personal best. Last year was six hours twenty seven minutes because I walked most of it because I was I had to walk the three miles. So so I'm going to take four and a half hours to half last year. When eh? when is the Edinburgh Marathon? Yeah, uh, so it's in May, the end of May. It's going to be tight, but I think that's completely doable. <laughs> Aye. <laughs> Nah, so I, I'd, I'd like to beat four hours so that's my, kind of my, my real target aye you know if I day, if I day between four if I beat four hours good but if, at least if I beat four and a half but I'd like to beat four hours but I know it's going to take a bit of work aye but it, it might not be this time as well you know what I mean aye. like that, that getting that four hour marathon like a lot of people are kind of like black and white ones and zeros in it and if you do that marathon you want to do four hours and then if you don't you've failed but uh, no, it might I, take I, three it might aye. take four marathons but aye. I think so, it is a long term target oh, so, aye, aye, aye. I'm not really like, it's a target but I don't give a shit I just want to be fit, fit enough aye. Like last year like I'd done six hours 27 minutes because that you know I just, like, I just wasn't fit for the marathon I genuinely hit the wall at three miles you know, it was walking, running a wee bit. My hand went numb at one point. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to take a heart attack or something here. And uh, <laughs> it was just a nightmare. I got there and I was quite proud of myself for doing it. Because before, about a week before, I was going to go, I'm going to cancel this because I'm a fucking idiot. I didn't need to put the work in. But then I thought, fuck it, let's do it. Uh, just finish it to give myself a challenge of actually finishing it without training. And then because the shame of that shite time has pushed me a wee bit, so I actually started training like June and July so, so I ran quite a lot in June and July August was a sh- cause the Edinburgh Festival because that was a, a month of drinking and eating shite didn't do much in September but I've been back doing it you know, October, November so I'm doing alright good man good so I'm going to fuck it I'm going to beat one hour <laughs> <laughs> the Kenyans are going to start getting jealous oh they'll be raging man last few Scottish guys like fucking they're going to have a hat out on me they'll all be moving to Moody's burn it's the altitude the magic altitude and Moody's Burn Council water. It's that wee corner between Christon and Moody's Burn. All the Kenyans will start running down there. And this is it. This is where the magic is. That was the new rift. There's a magic kind of portal round there. They kind of go through or something like that. So, so have you done? Have you actually done a marathon then? I've never run a marathon. No. 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 I did a. I did like a flat, fast thirty-three mile race once. Um, so long did that take you what's your time for that but three fucking hell three thirty or something three thirty for a thirty three miler something like that 
That's fucking good, isn't it? I went through the marathon in like two fifty-eight. Uh, so you're a sub. So you're a basically a sub three-hour marathoner. Uh, well, that was the race plan. That was the plan. Like just just run a touch under a three-hour marathon, and then in the last day, uh, in the last seven miles, just. So you reckon that's just years and years of running that you've got to that kind of level? Oh, I I started like, I started in like 2014, 2015. Really? So what age are you, Graham? I'm a, when you think about it, I'm 43. (laughs) 43, 43, aye. Aye, 43, man. How are you, Chris, again? You're 26. Fucking young bastard, man. (laughs) I've been coached for a lot of that time. Aye. Which is a huge, it's a huge help. It's a huge difference. So you you started running at 43? No, sorry. What age were you? 33. 33. Something like that. I was similar. So my first marathon, I was 36. Aye, aye, okay, aye. So a lot of people in their kind of mid to late 30s come to run. Aye. Aye. There's people start later. Aye. Oh, definitely. I aye, spoke aye. to a guy and I, and I look like fucking. See, the first marathon I ran was 36, which was like five years ago. Right, that was, right, so it was like, but that day, right, and this inspires me because running's for any age. And there was a guy that day, and you might have heard him because you're into running, a guy, a Sikh guy, that day, uh, so like when I was 30, so fifth, 14 years ago, it was a 98 year old runner. Aye. An old Sikh guy. And this guy, uh, his wife died when he was in his seventies, so to kind of help him with his depression and get over like the grief and all that, he went out running. He started running, and then he's done like fucking hundreds of marathons. You know, and he was still running half marathons and his hundreds. Now, I don't know if he's still alive now, but apparently, like he's still doing halves and his hundreds. Aye, but his times were shite, but that's Aye. the point. <laughs> but he probably stopped with about six hours twenty-seven I was minutes last year. Probably didn't take that long. Aye, probably didn't take that. <laughs> But he was still running in his hundreds, and I, I think he might still be alive. And he's 112 or something. I'm Aye. not sure. Yes, that's exactly right. What's his name? Fouja uh, Singh. Aye, is he still alive? Oh, yeah, 112. Fucking amazing. Are you like stalking this guy? That was a wee like, oh, I think he might be 112. He's bang on 112. Right, uh, I mean, uh, he does like He lives in London, I think he still walks every day. So don't he's quite so he walks for miles every day. Right. So he's got lazy. Yeah, have you ever seen his name? Fouja Singh. So right. Fouja Singh, if you're right. out there, you're a lazy old Get your finger out, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> just that he's hundred and tens and he's resting. I know, his I know. I'm hundred and ten, you lazy bastard. And, and I think it's just amazing people at that age. And this year I met a guy. Like see the, the Edinburgh Marathon, I love it because the atmosphere. There's just mm. thousands of people there. You've got a crowd that cheer you on. And the points where you're fucked and you're kind of going, ah, oh, fuck, I can't do this. There's people cheering you on. But I spoke to a guy at the start of the, the run. The guy must have been in his 60s, right? And he was like, he had a, now with the marathon, he had a low number. Mm-hmm. So Aye. that means he's one of the elites. Aye, so, so they basically, so I pick a, you pick a time and they put you in a certain pen. Mm-hmm. So I picked like four and a half hours this year, right? Aye. That was before I hadn't done any training, and then I'm like, so everybody's overtake me at one point. But he was in a few pens at the start. I was like, oh, fucking hell, mate, what, what, what time are you going for? Because like, I'm going for a sub three hours. And he was like 60. Aye. And then I was all right. So what he, and he was, he took a picture of my number because what you could check in people. Aye. I was all right. I got a wee photo with the guy, and I checked, and he was like, he'd done like two. 50 odd aye, aye. and this guy apparently he started running in his 40s mid 40s 
See if you're consistent in the training, you're living, living well is important as well. Aye. You can run as much as you want, but see if you're see if you're no sleeping well and hydrating yourself and eating well, you're, Aye, you're just shape. you're swimming against the tide. You're just you've got to live the life as well if you want to if you want to be fast. But then there's like that's a thing like where I think a lot of people make a mistake. They get into like they get into running and they get fixated by times and paces and even Aye. when they get into ultra running and they get fixated by distances. But like I don't know, like, see if people went and concentrated more on, like, getting ourselves to a point, like, they can run a certain race and have a good experience. Aye, aye, aye. I enjoy it. the time. Aye, fuck aye. the time. And, like, because I, I was, like, I, I wanted to be competitive for quite a while, and, and, and I kind of, I done all right in my own wee sphere, but it wasn't always enjoyable, do you know what I mean? Aye, aye. And And as soon as I went and says, like, do you know what, I'm not really... I'm not really that, I, I, don't, I don't know, you're fucking looking for validation or something. But, but once I got to that point, like, do you know what, I'm kind aye. of past that now. You're doing it for you. Aye, aye, what a difference. Like, just, aye. And like, I bet you, you, you got better times and stuff with that attitude, did you? All the best performances I've had is races I've went into where I've, I've, I've not been interested in winning. Right, that's good. I like podium. that. I, I like that philosophy. It's like because uh, you sit back and you don't overcook it, and it's dead aye. easy to do that. But I, all the ones I've been like, right, I want to win this, or I want to be on the podium, or and you set yourself a clear thingy. You, you, you usually fuck it up aye. in the first half, and that and that that kind of happens with comedy or anything, right? So see if you're on stage, see if you're on stage, I'm going to fucking smash this. Right, you're going with that attitude, like you come across as egotistical, arrogant. Aye, you're holding on too tight. Whereas yeah. if you go, and go, I'm going to fucking, I'm doing this because I love it. Mm. So people go competitive. They go, ah, I want to get here. I want to do that club. I want to get to this. I want that agent. Blah mm. blah blah. But if they've got these goals in their head, they're, they're in their gig. But in, in their head, they're going, but I want this. What's this going to get me? It takes uh, their focus off the gig, and then their performance is shite. Do you know what I find it hard in gong shows? Aye. So seeing you've got gong shows, you're like, I've got five minutes to smash this. And you go out hodding on tight. Aye. Aye, I, I, I never do in gong shows because... Whereas if you go on a gong show, I don't give a fuck if I get gonged off. Aye. I've, I'm just going to have a laugh. Like You can't take a gong show seriously, but I've seen the best acts, headliners, get on doing it. Getting buttered. And a wee guy that's only done five gigs winning it. I actually saw that the other weekend there, there was a gong show and, and I'm not going to say it wasn't a great crowd, but it wasn't a great crowd. Never and, the crowd mate, never there was an Irish boy who came on and, and he he did well and we were sitting thinking like he's a winner man and then I think it was like the penultimate ma- uh, the penultimate act and uh, you've met wee Mick Mac before haven't you wee young boy 18 and that fucking Mick Mac uh, Mick Mac I don't aye. know him no no uh, you, you, if you clocked his face you'd know him you, you'll have seen him at a, at a night somewhere but he's a, he's a great wee guy man and uh, and he was doing his bit and stuff and it was this this guy from Northern Ireland and he was doing a thing but I can't even mind what it was Something about being from Northern Ireland and getting in the car or something like that. And it just on this one joke, like, aye, and I bet, I bet that's exactly how his girlfriend feels getting in the car every time he's been driving it before her because he's like a fucking terrorist, obviously. Aye. And on, he just blew the room away. And on that one joke, he just, fuck, that was it. He just won the night, man. Aye. 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 Just, that one joke and he just won the night, man. Aye. It was brilliant. Aye, that, that's how they work, aye, it's good. And, uh, what I was thinking there, see, the, I love that attitude of enjoying the moment. Yep. You know, because that's what you were talking about last week, Chris, wasn't it? We're just saying, like, um, 
like like this podcast is kind of a going like although I kind of uh, doing it well I'm doing it because I, I want to do more things I enjoy as well and it kind of there's a kind of end goal that I want to build my audience a bit more to build an audience for gigs but at the same time I do it because I I enjoy we enjoy doing it. Yep. I get guests on. I get to kind of have meet people. I've met you a few times, but learn from people that mm. I can admire a wee bit. People that have done stuff like you. You know, people that run fucking two hundred milers and all that shit. You know, I think it's just, I think it's just a, a thing I enjoy. So you're enjoying every wee stage, and 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 whether I get anywhere where don't give a shit. I'm enjoying it, and and know who I like. Right, that this is a. This is when you mentioned that you take away the competitiveness. But because of that, you get better. Your results are better. Ronnie O'Sullivan. Right, okay. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. So see, like, I don't know if you're, you like Stuker, Chris. I watch the odd wee clips, but uh, I don't really follow uh, it. Uh, so you don't really follow it. So Ronnie O'Sullivan's a bit, he's like been the top, he's, he's been the top player for 30 years, right? And he's fucking brilliant, right? And and, and the reason he's kept at the top, because he doesn't, he genuinely, like he wants to win, but he doesn't give a shit if he wins or not. Mm. So he wants to go on. He wants to go and play snooker well. So it's like I want to go on and 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 enjoy the 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 kind of the enjoy the game with the crowd. A good entertain the crowd. Have a good game, and because he's enjoying the moment, enjoying the game, winning is a kind of a side effect. Mm. So it's the same with comedy. Like fuck it, I'm going to enjoy every gig, and as a side effect, you get kind of things happen I, yeah. I think it just depends if you're looking at stuff as like a, a means to an end because you want to get to a certain destination or achieve Aye. a certain thing or if you just sit and think this is just this one off opportunity to to have a good experience Aye, and, so and if you're that you're more relaxed if you look at it the last Aye. time I so I like I like the idea of because like, I have got goals mm. so it's like so after I got right it's like uh, so I'm pointing a direction right rough direction but then, if you're only focused on that, so it's like, so I like the idea I kind of got, right, you've got a goal, right, you've got a goal, but get of a point there, but then go, fuck it, but I don't give a shit about that now, I'll do this, I'll do, I'm going to enjoy every wee bit on the way. So, whether I get there or those are irrelevant, hopefully <coughs> a day, but enjoying all the wee bits, doing the mm. podcast, doing the gigs, Aye. doing the videos. I said, if, you're, if you're just focused on something, going towards it, fair enough, but if you're not enjoying anything on the way past, Aye. what's the point? Because you might not even get there. Aye. Aye. And if you don't get there, it's cool, but, Aye. you know, because I've, I've had people say to me, right, uh, like, um, like fucking Obi, you've been doing comedy for 20 odd years, you know, should you know, gee up because you're no like on the telly? And I was like, well, no, because I'm doing something I fucking love. I get to do maybe 100 to 150 things, a, gigs a year that I fucking love every minute. I love doing gigs for like 100 people in Edinburgh Festival, sometimes there's like fucking three people there. Right. I love every gig. So I get to reach a goal a hundred and odd times a year. And it's a bit like you, like every run you do is kind of a, like a goal. Mm. Or even me, even when I'm out running, if I get up, I can't be asked to go, fuck it, you go out and do like a few miles. It's a goal. Mm. You've reached a goal, so you get to experience that goal while you're getting to that end goal, which you think, they imagine it. Have you ever got to an end goal or something you think, fuck, was that it? Aye, but it's, it's dead you know easy I mean? to look at other people and just like, like you look at what they're doing and you're like, well, they've no reached this target or this. You know what I mean? And like, aye, if you're that wired, that's that's your that's your lens, isn't it? And you're aye. gonna look at everybody else like that. But uh, nah, man, it's 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 more about the nah, it's more about the individual. Aye, 
So it's good they have goals. So I, I read uh, like um, Steve Martin's book. Mm-hmm. I, I think I mentioned this before, but this is a wee thing that I got in. Steve Martin's book, right? It's a good book for comedy. See if you get, do you listen to Audible? Hey, aye, aye. Uh, so Steve Martin's book, so born standing up. So it's just as kind of stand up journey. And he talks about the starting off by doing gigs in cafes where nobody's there, but the management tell him he do his show anyway. So basically, he's in this cafe, and there's no, they can't, there's nobody. It's just him doing a show himself. And the guy says, like, well, we've paid you do the gig, says, but there's no audience. We'll do it anyway, so that if somebody's walking by, they'd see there's something on. Mm. So Steve Martin, who's like a fucking megastar, he's doing a gig in this cafe, like, to nobody. And eventually, maybe people would trickle in. So he talks about his whole journey from doing shitty wee gigs to nobody until he's doing these fucking stadiums. Yeah. Like, like doing stadiums. He was one of the first American, first comedians to do stadiums. And he said when they started doing stadiums, he felt disconnected with it because he got too big. Mm. And at the end of the book, what he says is he's, what, he's famous as fuck. He can't walk anywhere because he's Steve Martin. And he walks past a cafe where he started, like, doing his first kind of maybe 50-seaters. And he went, that's when I was fucking happy. Mm. That's when I was, that's when it was good. And get to the destination is not, it was brilliant, they made them millions and all that, but, but, this is a shit, I forgot to enjoy these bits. Yeah. You know, so. I, I can actually, I, I think I've saw, is it twice or three times, I've saw, uh, Kevin Bridges in the, the, uh, stand? In the, no, in the hydro. All right, right, right. And, uh, and, and I was like, I've been in Scotland, huge, Fucking Kevin fan. Aye. And then I was lucky enough one night, I was in Red Raw and a big Kev IN just fucking popped up. Aye, aye, aye. And see the difference. Like, see, watch him on the stage and like the hydro and stuff's wonderful, super duper funny. But see, when you see him in the stand, man, you can just, you can, in that thing, that connection. Aye, because that's his home. Oh, oh you can just, you can see I the difference. Mean, aye, aye. Aye. I mean, lucky, <clears throat> I, I saw him. I saw him twice in the stand now in both times. Aye. It was I, I think it's like the closest you'll ever come to just sitting in a house party listening to his patter, do you know what aye, I mean? Aye, aye. And it's and, and after I actually saw him in the stand on the Tuesday and went to the hydro on the Wednesday and I'd have fucking went to the stand aye, again aye. in a heartbeat man. Aye. It was only on for about twenty minutes, but it was wonderful. And it was just because he was just having a chat with the people aye. there, you know what I mean? It was lovely. Are you seeing him black for us? I was saying that just a few weeks ago. Like it was just aye. before he went off to Australia. Aye, well, I, I was doing Red Raw the Tuesday, the night right. before or the week before, and it, I, I came off and he was stood at the fire exit, and uh, and the only place to stand was right next to him. So I'm like <laughs> standing next to Kevin Bridges, and I'm like pure fanboying man. I'm like, uh, don't look at him, don't look at him. You've got touch, to don't really. touch him, don't Honestly, touch him. Don't look at him. And he just sat there, cool as fuck. Aye, really he's a good guy, man. He's all right. But like, and I'm like, fuck, I'm in the green room. He's going to go in the green room. I'm going to, and I'm just like pure fanboy. Like, I'm going to get a selfie with Bridges, right? Like, that's it. I'm getting up. Comedy. Kiss him, kiss him. Oh, honestly, man, I've won comedy. I'm here in. But then, like, and, uh, and I'm going to have to, I'm going to get a chat to him and all that. And I thought, I saw it was fucking gallus. And then we're watching the next act, and he just took his phone out his pocket. And the fuck knows what his phone says, man. And, and then that was it. It was like fucking. I need to go and he fucked off. I was devastated. Oh, so did oh, they, did they actually come on then? It was actually, it was, it was, was it on that night then? Oh, no? he had to go, he had to leave. I don't know what happened. Aye. It was like about nine o'clock on Halloween. So I can only assume he's maybe got like a message after his wife or something Aye. like that. And it's like, right, 
Halloween's done. Put the stuff up in the loft and get the Christmas stuff done. You need to come home. That was it, man. But I think I it must have been the night up. after then. I think it was the first of November I seen him. I think aye, aye, I think aye. it might straight after because it was going. Was I think it was the it was the day or the day or two after aye. I saw him. It went away, but, and it was but, a surprise thing as well. Like, was it the Wednesday? It was the Wednesday. Aye, aye. it was the next night then. I. Aye, aye, stand up a more successful podcast than this. But we've not any out yet. Fun now. Aye, so far, so far, mate. We've not been any out yet, so it doesn't matter. Well, we have, but the time this is out, we have right? Just aye. Anyway. Right. I've been listening to uh, Kevin Bridges autobiography this week as well. Oh, right. Yeah, on Audible. Oh, the, the original one? It's, uh, we need to talk about ah, Kevin yeah, Bridges. Good, aye. So aye. just when you're talking about him at the stand, like, well, just yesterday I've listened to the bit where he's like done his very first ever gig, aye. which was at Red Raw. Aye. Um, and there's bits, of, I think he done one way, was it in the vault? I think he was talking about with Raymond Mearns, because he's talking about like, what do I do with my, my left hand while I'm holding a mic? And he was saying like, he put it under his, his arm like aye. that. And Raymond Mern said to him, "You need to know, do that. It's a, it shows like your like your defence against the audience. You feel Aye. you need to defend yourself." And he was Aye. like, "Oh, that's good. I'll keep that in mind." But I've still noticed that even when I saw him, he still does it just as oh, a sort he? of a stylistic thing. It was kind of kind of leaning up against the wall, and that just look. I didn't get that vibe of like trying to defend himself. Obviously, now he's a master. I've just found it interesting. It was like Raymond said to him. Aye. That, he, did, he does the wall lean thing quite aye, a lot. Aye, he was doing like, that in as well. I think looks look proper cool, man. He's just aye. like, aye. just leaning and chatting away. But I'm sitting thinking, like, see if I leaned up against that, I'd probably fawn Mars or something. Aye, because <laughs> <like, laughs> in, in the book, I, I think I might have been at the gig. I, I was about then, just right. was quite new. So I possibly, because I've done the vault sometimes. Aye. and Because uh, apparently when he started, he'd done the, the stand. And he thought, fucking hell, I can do this. This is a piece of aye. piss. And then he'd done the vaults outside of Glasgow, died in his hole. Aye. Aye. And then he was like, I'm getting this up, never doing it again. Aye. He was like ignoring calls for the stand to book him again oh, really? after, aye, he, aye, after wow. he died the first time. But mm. Raymond Mearns <laughs> says the shitholes are where you actually learn. Aye. You can do the stand because the stand's perfectly laid out and it's 150 people out. It's perfect for comedy. Shite comedians could go in there and do well. But then you get into a place like the vault like, like, but does it, I don't think it exists anymore. You get a wee shithole. You're talking about that old guy that fucking tried to fucking attack you. He's, I'm sure he was a lovely old guy. Aye, I'm sure he was lovely. So you get to a place like that, a Paul Perry with the Hibs casuals, get to a place like that and make that work, then that makes the big gigs easier. Aye. Because I've gigged with people that have um, like done, like all they've ever done, they've only ever done the stand. Aye. And they kind of like, oh, fuck it, I'm good at this. But then, it's a like, kind room, isn't it? It's like only it's ever flying business class, isn't it? Ah, it's a ah, kind yeah. room. It's a kind room. And then they come to the junkyard in Hamilton with seven people there. <laughs> <laughs> and they're fucked, you know. Some of the people disinterested. And they go, shit, man, I, I, they, they don't know what they're doing. That was your gig in Hamilton at the junkyard. Was that? That was, that was <laughs> the Fitba was on that night. Was the Fitba on that night? Aye, aye. Scotland was playing. Oh, probably. was that that night? Aye, aye, aye. Probably wasn't a great night. Was that that night where uh, the, the, the Scotland were playing and the game getting postponed? It was late after. Oh, yeah, like, Georgia. They played Georgia. So, aye, aye. And the rate it was raining. Managed to get some in later on, but they aye. didn't seem happy about aye. having to come aye. in. I think I was on last that night. The time I was on, there was only two people left. <laughs> and one of them was you? One of them was me. No, it was, so most of the community, because it ran late, I think, I think, I'm a, I might be wrong, but because it ran late, everybody had to go get trains and shit. So mm. the time I was on, there was, there was two audience members left and maybe two comedians. And I had to do 20 minutes. It was all right, though, but... I, oh, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. I'm going to black cat you there, actually. I did a gig on Friday in Paisley. And we started with two audience members, and uh, and it turns out 
it was one of the acts, Granny and Grandad, <laughs> and, uh, and then he was on, and we had a break, and they left during the break, so we oh. then literally had no audience members. Fucking hell, man. The, uh, but it was actually, it was a lot of fun, it was a lot of fun, and the wee guy's uh, granny was pretty tidy, man, so... <laughs> Fuck's sake, man. <laughs> Good getting a wee swatch Aye, aye. Uh. <laughs> so you just said that comedian's granny is like... I told him, I told him in like the WhatsApp, the, the, the group chat after that, I was like, look, just fucking pass on my warmest regards to your granny and if uh, at any point it seems You're as though she's... You're leaving the new granddad. Aye, she's getting <laughs> sick of dear sweet old granddad. He's a wee, he's a wee aye. Mood, you know what I mean? Take a wee well as original after. Huh? Aye. aye, aye. I do like the, uh, I do like the smell of talcum powder. <laughs> as well as, as well as doing ultra running, he's a bit of a granny shagger as well. I, right? I do like a granny shagger aye. joke. That's, that's kind of my thing. Just flirting with old people, man. I like <laughs> flirting with old people. <laughs> So right, so um, well, I was about back to the ultra running thing. So what's your training? What, what do you what training do you do? What's, hey, what's it depends kind of, on the race. Uh, uh, you can have run regular every week. <coughs> you can have a running. Aye. Oh aye, aye. I mean, like aye, like it's like a religion. You know what aye, I mean? Aye. It's like aye, it's like a religion. But uh, it just depends Except on the race. The priest does they pump you in after. <laughs> aye, I, again, man. I was like, I was an altar boy, man, and uh, I was like an altar boy in like the the nineties. I saw was that, and I was in the scouts. Yeah. And I've been on children's TV, man, and, and right, and during the 90s, and nobody ever came near that me. I was the same, mate. As an adult, I feel very rejected. Aye. Now. Like, I've like, man. That's, that's why we became comedians. Honestly, man. That was a lovely wee blonde thing, I know. Like, nothing, that's the thing. I was, I, was an, I was a cute wee boy, man, Aye. which means my personality must have been fucking stinking. <laughs> I must have just been a wee arsehole. I've got to develop a little bit of a comedian. Aye. That was it, man. My self esteem, my ego is taking a battle <laughs> in my 40s here, man, every time a big scandal comes out. But uh, what did you ask about there? Oh, a normal yeah, week's training, man. It just depends on the race. So in September there, I was doing like a. I was doing like a, a 36 uh, mile mountain race okay. in, in is Tennessee. That, is that it? Is that all? 36 aye, miles? 36 miles. You're a lazy bastard. Aye, well, <laughs> it's a short, it was a wee short one. That's a short the, one for you, isn't it? Aye. Aye, I was doing that in, uh, in, in Tennessee in the heat. So like my training was kind of all focused around that. Each week I would I was trying to hit about 60 to 70 miles and I was trying to get about uh, 10,000 feet uh, up and down. Oh, right, right, and right. And you're, right. you're basically just... Con- Conditioning yourself to what you're doing, but I should do a lot of hill runs for that then. And you might get your quads and your hamstrings all nice and strong for going up Aye. and down, and, and just conditioning yourself to what the train's going to be and what the race is going to be. But as soon as I was finished that one, I had to start training for this one I've got in January, which is longer, and uh, and you're carrying thirty-seven like a, miles, two hundred sixty-eight. Fucking the, hell! Uh, two hundred sixty-eight. So when's that January? I think it's the uh, the middle weekend of January. So where's that one? Sunday. It starts an uh, Edale, which is I think it's run about Sheffield. Oh, right, right, right. And then there's the 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 Pennine Way, which goes up the spine, the middle of England, through all the hills and stuff. And then you get to, you you cross the border into Scotland at Yetham. I can never pronounce that. And Yetham, Yetham, I don't know. And uh, <laughs> uh, you basically run for Sheffield up the middle of England uh, to Scotland. So so how long do th- long will that take? You've got Chris, Chris, you want to like the, the day, like just go out and do a 250 mile run? Kind of be asked driving 270 <laughs> miles. Yeah, uh, you've got a week. A week's the time limit. Uh, right. But like, I, I've, I've had a crack at it twice before, and the first time I. I smashed my shin on a big cobblestone, a big yeah. cog, and split it open. There's a lot of hills and stuff in it. 
it's, it's not a super, it's not a super hilly race. No, it's not a huge amount of elevation relative to most of the races. Um, it's just that the Pennine Way is just a notorious shithole. It's Aye. like pure muddy slop fest during the summer. And the, the whole idea of the spine is that it's meant to be uh, Britain's most brutal. So the, the time of year, the, the, January, route, aye, aye. the route they've picked, the time of year, everything about it is all designed that it's meant to be the toughest race in the UK. And, and, it, and it probably is. Um, but the first time I'd done it, I smashed my shin, split it open. And then the second time... Oh, she so did they finish it then? No. Right. It was my first DNF, first race I ever DNF, did not finish. And uh, so I was then doing it the next year. And uh, I was I was actually, I was running with a pal of mine. And uh, I was telling him the story because we were on the same bit of the trail. Aye. I was telling him the story about what I did and how I done it and where I did it and that he should be careful. And while I was telling him the story, I then smashed my shin on oh, no. the cobblestone. <laughs> Again? <laughs> I fucked it. And it was almost the exact same point of the race that happened. It might have been. Same stone. And it was almost the exact same point of the race that I, I managed to get like another 12 hours on it or night or something like that. And then it was just... Did you not finish it then that time? No. DNF'd it again. Aye, aye, aye. So... This year, I've actually... So, so you've not finished it yet, that one? No, I've not finished it. Aye, 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 And that's what I was saying to you aye. about the marathon time. Like, maybe that, that sub-four marathon, it might be this time, it might aye. be this time. But what you can do is just get to, like, all right, I didn't do it this time, so ones and zeros, yes and no, black aye, and white. Aye, it's, aye, but... It's, it's about getting there at some point. But even that level of fitness is good for you anyway. Aye, aye, aye. That... And, and so, do you know what? See, the two races, actually, and, and it was my, my first and only DNF and then my second DNF. And, but it was two of my, it was two of the most favourite races. Aye. Brilliant. The pairing so, way and the spines are so fucking brilliant So you're doing that experience. again this year? I'm doing it in January, aye. Does it matter if things that's in your head, you've got to do it, you've got to finish it at some point? Oh, I say I've got to do it, aye. so I've got to fucking do it. Uh, I I I I was gonna I was gonna say I was gonna say similar it's nothing like that <laughs> so I asked a couple of years ago last year two years ago I decided they wanted to do a lands into John O'Groats walking right okay right mate. and uh, but so it was like a fuck it moment mm. I think it was sometimes with a fuck it moment you do it because you're fucking do you ever feel stuck in your life. You're kind of bored. You're like, oh, fucking hell. You're just, everyone's the same every day. I like, think you it. need something to move towards. Aye. You need to feel as though you're making progress. Aye, so sometimes pushing away for something as well helps. Mm, mm. So I was, I was, but I wanted to do it. So I was like, fuck it. I wanted to do Jack Lands and John O'Groats. And I was going to do gigs on the way. So I made a plan, a route. So it's like two years ago, I think. Uh, aye. So I made a route from Lands End to John O'Groats. I booked some gigs and I went down and, and I didn't have much money. I had done some money. Uh, I took a tent, I took my gear, and I'd booked some gigs on the way. So, so my plan was on the way, I'll make enough money doing the gigs to kind of pay for my accommodation stuff. And I had this kind of rucksack. So I'd done maybe, I'd done about 80 miles, right? And I'd done a few gigs and was walking. But the last day I was walking, and uh, and there was a hill. I was walking to this this campsite. It was like the, the hill was two miles. Two mile, mile hill, it took me like an hour and a half to walk up this hill. My, my feet were fucked by that point. Mm. Right, and, and, right, and I got, I got into my tent and I fucking I had to get into town to get some food down the hill again, but I didn't have the bags. It took me ages, but I was fucking, my feet were fucked. And, uh, and, and, and I could have, and at that point I decided to give up, right? And uh, it wasn't just because I was fucked, because my money was running out. So I hadn't planned, if, if I had enough money with me, I'd have went, right, okay, let's just rest for a couple of days, I'll be fine, because mm. I would have been. But I was like, shit, I hadn't planned ahead, I didn't have enough money, I've got my mortgage to pay back home, 
I, I probably just had enough to get a bus up the road and maybe stay in a couple of places the way up the road. I'm right, okay, fuck it. I just need to give up. But it was like, uh, I felt kind of good that I'd done that and it's still on my bucket list. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to plan ahead, make sure I've got enough money to live on and maybe get somebody to transport my stuff because it was carrying the bags that fucking killed me. Uh-huh. And uh, But there was a point the first night because everybody thought, you're fucking mental. Do you ever get that? Because you, you do. But you're, you're a fucking lunatic. You get a kind of normal society. Ah, you, you, need to be, yeah, you need to be conscious of who you're talking aye, to sometimes, aye. I think. So I remember, though, the first night, like, I got to Land's End and I stayed in a campsite and my tent was a shithole, right? It was like a... It was like... I couldn't even... Like, I'm only five foot eight. Right, maybe five foot seven. I've maybe shrunk. And I couldn't lie straight along. I had to lie diagonally in it. It's a it was, wee tent. It was man. a wee tent. Jeez, oh. So it was a wee tent, right? right. And, and I remember, and I had, I had to wait. It was freezing, right? It was, it was, I think it was June, but it was still freezing. And, and I was in my tent, all my, like an extra jacket on and all that, lying in my sleeping bag. And uh, I hadn't even started the run yet, right? I was lying there. My tent was fucking battering about. <laughs> and, and, and I parked my tent. I went into town to do a gig which got cancelled by the way that night I never got enough people so that didn't happen but then I, I got a run back to where my tent was and I remember lying there it was a Saturday night and I was lying there freezing and fucking <laughs> cold and, and all my clothes on and my tent was fucking battering about and I was when I was on the way back I was like I'm going to go back here my tent it was windy as fuck as well my tent's probably not going to be there anymore I just had this vision of my tent uprooting and fucking off and I was going to be just lying in the grass all night. <laughs> and I get back and I get in my tent and it was battering about and I was going to laugh. There's people that I know that are in the pub back in Glasgow some night, nice and warm, having a pint. I'm here, freezing my balls off and my tent was battering about. But at that point, I fucking laughed my head off. I was, I've never felt so alive in all my life, man. Mm. It was just like, this is fucking <laughs> mental. But I felt because I'd done it. I was like, fucking, here I am with a freezing tent. I just remember that point laughing my head off. I think sometimes the achievement has just been brave enough to Aye. give the boys today. So you know what I mean. So I done a week and I, and, I, and it was brilliant. I had a good. I met some cool people. So it's still on my list. Next year mm. I maybe do it. I need to plan ahead. Make sure I make enough money. That I can actually go and maybe stay in Airbnbs and like mm. tent a few nights, but have some kind of transportation because it was a bag that killed me. Mm. So I reckon I could have done it with of somebody who's carrying my bags as well. It was carrying this bags for like 15 miles a day. Well, that, that's the thing. See, like you were saying, like, how do you train for these races? Like, so for the one I'm doing in January, like, you need to carry a, a bag the whole way. Um, you got a huge compulsory kit list. And I think it's about eight kilos or something. Right. Or about seven that's your very lightweight rucksack and all that, aye. So, aye, eight kilos or 268 miles aye, adds aye, up. So aye. see, as soon as I was done with my mountain race in Tennessee, it was like, I, I then, it's just like big bag wankery, just running and walking with this bag on all the time. That's about conditioning your body. Aye. So like, if, if you were planning to do that in a year's time, like, I'd be, I'd be going out and walking about and moving about with a bag of the way on your body now because aye. Aye, it's, it's a big difference. Oh, fuck. I, I was, because I, I, I felt like I'd done like uh, a few years ago, I decided to do like 500 kilometres walk mm-hmm. in March a few years ago. Not a wee charity thing. I was just after the pandemic or something like that and I just, I just wanted to go. I wasn't fit enough for running at that point and I was out. I just walked 500. It was like 16 kilometres a day or something I had to do. It's quite a lot, like if you're doing it every day while you're working. And I found that a piece of piss, you know. So I think like if, I, if I'd done the walk without bags, it would have been easy. No. It was the bags that killed me, plus the lack of financial 
planning and stuff. Aye. But the fact that I went, fuck it, I've got like enough money to last me a few weeks. Let's fucking do it, see what happens. But then I failed. I went, it doesn't matter the fact that I'd done it. Aye. I'd done it. It was similar with you, with that 260 miles, but you'll probably, the next time, you'll probably do it. Mm, no, hopefully. Aye. Aye. Somebody I better have that cobblestone. my train ticket this time. Seen somebody better move that cobblestone this time. I know. <laughs> Honestly, the irony was astounding. I was literally, <laughs> I was literally warning my friend, telling him, you need to check them, you need to do this, da 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 it was just this wee gap in the stones and my foot went back oh, down again. Nah. Right away, I knew, man. Right <laughs> away. I didn't split it this time, but I swole up and had a post-tib tendon thing and it got crushed and then I just couldn't flex my foot. Fuck it but, up. like, the first time, like, I dragged it out and, like, I was just... By the time I, I actually pulled it, I was fucked. Like, both my hamstrings were gubbed because I wasn't moving right Aye. and I had all this weight on. Both my calves went, both my hamstrings went and then my lower back went and I just couldn't do anything. But this time, as soon as like my foot locked it, I just thought, right, fuck it, right, Aye. just die. See, there's something brilliant about that, though, the fact that, that you've pushed this out at a level where you're totally fucked, but you went, I bet you, did you, how did you feel at the time when that happened? Were you gutted or did the you... first year, I first Aye. year I was like tears, I was like Aye, Aye, tears. The second year, it was it was a lot more practical, you know what I mean? It was like, like there's, I, I literally know there's nothing I can do here. Like we did, we, we like, me and my pal, we kind of spitballed it, man. We're like, right, how far we got to go? We've got like, right, about 180 miles or something like that. Right, what we can do is we'll get some sticks and we'll get some tape and we'll just like brace your foot and lock it and play it on. It was mad. We'd been awake for about 24 hours at this time. I said, you're like a manic. Just crazy shite, man. But you get... You get so invested in these things, you've spent so much time and effort like building up to them. Like like I, I've been in races at times and felt terrible and, and, and made a deal with myself. Like I, I will literally die here rather Aye. than quit. And uh, it is mad, but it's just you put so much time and effort into it and you get so hyped up about them. Aye. And, and that wasn't any different. And like the ideas were coming up with like, we'll tape your foot and we'll Fucking get sticks and fucking madness, aye, man. Aye, aye. For just because you've only got another hundred and eighty miles, we'll go. just cut our legs <laughs> off and drag ourselves oh, up. Aye, we'll, and then we'll we'll then walk in our hands and stuff like that. I got like a mile down the road, and I, I was like walking on a flat tarmac road, and like I couldn't fucking walk, man. I was like, I've got another hundred and eighty miles of the way <laughs> to go, man. I've not even done the hard bits yet. yet. Reality aye. kicked in. Aye. Uh, but I guess liberating that. I it's fucking good for the soul. That so do you think you learn a lot for that for just normal life? If you're doing oh, your running, I you get a lot of lessons for it. I think any of the lessons you learn anywhere are like they're all the same, aren't they? It's all the same, isn't it? Less is more and all that. And the uh, I like I I like uh, I had like a period of like the whole again the whole fucking self awareness, emotional intelligence thing and all that Aye. after a wee bit of a wobble. And like it kind of ran in parallel with the running. And what I found was everything I ran, that me, everything I learned that made me a better athlete and everything that made me a wee bit more stable in life, they aye, were totally aye. interchangeable. Oh, totally, you know? I, 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 I recommend like an athlete life or sports or some sort of kind of sporting pursuit to anybody. Like, because it, what it does is it challenges you, but it challenges you in a really safe, enjoyable environment. Aye. And then you learn your lessons and if you're clever, you'll be able to just apply them to your life. Oh, totally Not everybody aye. does right enough. Not everybody aye. does. You know, I know some people that are great at racing, but they're fucking shit at living. Really? Aye, 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 <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Absolute maniacs. Because I think, like, like, 
Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. I'll let the right, I'll let the Rubik's cube other day, right? right? I'm not gonna date it because we'll take ages. And uh you know what it's like, like I, I, when I learned that, right, I wanted to do this years ago. Mm. Right. I think it's like anything, right? So I, I so it took me like a few hours over the last couple of days and I can now do the Rubik's cube in about five minutes, right? Um so I think everything in life has got like an algorithm. So with that, there's an algorithm. You get the first bit. So yep. you work out how they get the first bit, right? how they get the second bit, and what do you need to do to do the next bit? And I think that's the same as running comedy and music. Yep. So with music, right, to learn the guitar, you learn so to become a good guitar player, you learn some chords. Yeah, what's the next bit? You learn some tunes. Pick some tunes. Maybe start writing tunes. Start writing tunes. You get some gigs. You learn how to work an audience. Blah blah blah. You get all this, then all of a sudden you're Oasis, right? So it's a comedy as well. You learn. You just learn how to be feel confident in front of an audience. You you learn what's the next bit. You you learn how to write some jokes. You were saying that. I think you. Yeah, I think the first thing you learn in stand up because it's a it's a it's a tough teacher in it. I think the first thing you learn is how not to do it. Aye. <laughs> you learn how not to do it. So you die your hole. Aye, that's it. Aye. You need a couple of deaths, man. You need a couple of solid deaths. Learn how not to do it. So I think everything in life's got an algorithm, right? Mm. So, so I like so I'm gonna I'm writing a wee course, Chris, right? I'm gonna do for the Patreon thing. Mm -hmm. It's called the fuck it process, right? So try to work it. Make it a laugh, make it kinda of thing. So the <coughs> first thing you do, you decide what you want to do, say fuck it, you're gonna do it. And then the next bit is work out how to do it. So see if I want to do like a, a hundred miler. Mm. I wouldn't ask Chris how to do it because he's never done it. So I say to you, right, right, Graham, I want to do a hundred mile. Or what do I need to do? Here's where I am. There's where I want to be. What do I need to do? How long do I need to go? Right, you need to, you need to get to this level first. Then you need to get to that level, and then you need to get to that level. It's going to take you two years, three years. I go, all right, cool. Let's do that. I don't like stop me is, is not is is doing it. Mm. It's the same with comedy. You, you 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 get good. You learn the basics, and then you do hundreds of fucking gigs. You do two years of gigging every day, or like gigging is often put off. Then eventually you go, fucking hell, I can do this now. Mm. I think yeah, that running's a bit weird, and that's kind of what I was talking about earlier on. Like people pull a pair of trainers on and they go and run in the local park, and they're like, that's shite. I don't like it. Running's crap. Aye, aye. Like, see everything else. Like, all the other things I've done, the things you're talking about there, like people intuitively understand that they need to become a musician yeah. or you need to aye, become aye, aye, aye. a comedian. Aye. Whereas, like, we're running, like, they pull a pair of trainers on or they sign up for a 10K and they go and do it and it's honking. Aye. And they've not even, it's not even clicked that they have not become a runner. Aye. Do you like, know what I mean? And then like, they picked up a guitar that's out of tune and went, aye. that sounds shite. I'm shite. I'm actually, that's a guy to do it, aye. But yeah, but aye. like, aye, like, and that's what you need to do with running, you know, you need to become a runner. Oh, and totally then aye. that's when you reap the benefits, aye, man. Aye. That's when you reap the benefits. I just decide, it's like you, you, you make it part of your, your identity. Mm. Ah, yeah, you, aye, need, aye. Like, you need to become, you know, man. I'm you a Have you ever heard that the four stages of competence? It's just when you were talking aye, there. Aye, I quite aye. like them. They're like, you get that first, it's like the... Uh, Unconsciously incompetent, so shite at it, but you don't realise how shite you oh, are, yeah. and then you become consciously incompetent. I see, you know why you're shite. You're so, shite, so but you realise you're shite. So you're shite, you don't know you're shite, and then the second one, you're shite. So you don't you know, know you're shite. You understand you're shite, and then you become uh, consciously competent. But you're all right. And you realise you're alright And then you become Unconsciously competent Where you fucking aye. You don't even You don't even think aye, about, it about it anymore Aye You don't even think aye. about it anymore so I, like, I like the four stages aye, aye. man It's like, like music Like when you started You're probably a bit of shape But then you come up and sing You're just, you're just doing it aye, It just feels natural now. Aye 
And I guess the same with comedy. I, again, I started, I was shite. Aye. You learn how to do a wee bit and then you get decent and then eventually I can, like, if I do a gig now, I can do an hour and I know exactly what I'm doing. Well, sometimes I don't know what I'm doing, I just let it happen. Mm. It's, aye, it's just aye. like, it becomes like channeling. Well, that's weird like, 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 see the acts it. that I really, really like, like, and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass, but it's kind of like, like your cell, Raymond Mearns. Oh, Raymond's uh, class, man. Des McLean. See Des. Like, like, see guys like that. Uh, Des McLean. Oh, he's literally just in the moment reacting to whatever's happening in the room and it's just off the cuff, off the cuff, off the cum. Like, if I was to choose what type of comedian I want to become, that's that's what I like. I like the stuff that's immediate and in the moment rather than like I'm doing a a really solid 10-minute set night after night after night. It's brilliant. It's hilarious. It's excellent. But I, I like that. It's, it's relative to the moment, and aye, uh, aye and, and that's the kind of that, that's the ones that I really, really like. Man. Oh, it's, it's kind of a liberating scene. You just got oh, a good crowd, brilliant. and you're just it's a lot of it. But you you're not even thinking about it. Are you? Nah, nah. It's just oh, somebody said something, nah, and then aye. it's just funny. I just it's like brilliant, man. It's like what it's like. See, <laughs> when, when you're in a good, good kind of zone. It's it's not really me that's doing it. It's a weird thing. It's just like like it's like I'm stepping that back and letting the the kind of persona take over. Mm. So it's a weird it's, it's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. That, aye, that's aye, why aye. Do you know when people say like you you're lucky you don't get this in, in music. You ever get people saying music go sing us a song then? Right. You know, I know what you mean. You know, you got like, <laughs> every time you, you meet somebody, tell us a joke. You're like, fuck off. And the reason we can't tell, we, we can't. So if I met you in the street, I didn't know you. I'd, I'd do a bit of comedy. You stand back and go, tell us a joke then. And the reason you can't is because the persona's no there. Aye. Because when you're on stage, this kind of persona takes over. <laughs> and that takes years of kind of working on it. Mm. Aye. So if I you know. ask me to do stand up and like, fuck off. Like, like, I'm doing a podcast now and it's not really the. the the comedy guy where it's give me 50 people on a microphone it's a different kind of do you guy. know fine but sometimes in social situations you just hit that you just hit that and it comes out and you're aye. just like aye that's it aye, aye, aye. Aye, aye. That's, I, I get that man I get that like you just you just hit like a wee oh, oh, I'm being aye. quite funny though, aye. you know I mean I <laughs> Uh, not that, at the time right enough but now and again and that's that, that's the kind of I, I, know, I do my comedy workshops right get a plug on again for that again <laughs> and uh, so I, I try to get people that, to get that see that bit because everybody's funny everybody's I everybody's funny in certain situations you know, you're in your mates having a beer uh-huh. and somebody just hits the part and like, fucking hell you're on fire tonight Mm, so yeah. so I get people coming to the workshop that their pals have told them they're funny, but then they go on stage, they're kind of go bit, 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 bit. so I try Aye. to get the inner the guy that's funny with their pals on stage, mm-hmm. which isn't that easy, but you know, so yeah. there's a guy one night, uh, one one of my workshops on stage was kind of a you know, he was doing all right, but he kind of a you know uh, but but then but then so he was there in front of like twelve people in the workshop, but then he stood at the back after it doing feedback stuff so kind of feedback I was t- kind of give them tips and stuff but then in the back it just started being hilarious and I was like right so you've moved like five yards and you're still standing you're as f- they're funnier there than you were five yards there so what's the difference so I want you to take that guy closer and closer until you get a ham on stage mm. so it's just getting that guy I think that's that's becomes years of practice are doing it, you eventually get the guy that's funny on stage. So initially when you start doing comedy, you're not you're not the funny guy on stage yet. You're not the funny guy with your pals, isn't you on stage yet? Aye. But gradually he'll come up and go, right, 
that the persona turns up eventually. I think a lot has got to do with how quickly you become comfortable. Oh, totally. And I think a lot of that comes to do with how how many times you die in your arse early aye. on. If you die too much in your arse early on, like it can put you off and make you nice and tense. But I think if you die in your arse just the right enough amount of times kind of early on, you, you get to a point you kind of like, well, actually, do you know what? Nothing bad's going to happen. And then you stop worrying about it. Exactly. You know? And so you don't give a fuck. See, when you, got to, when, you, when you get to a stage where you die in your hole and genuinely aye. don't give a fuck, you die in your hole and you laugh your head off about it. Mm. And it took me a few years. I, I used to, if I died in my hole, I'd be fucking devastated. I'd aye. be like, fucking hell. Like, my whole, my whole person that I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like all this dream you had of doing stand up, it just fucking hits you. You're a fucking loser. Look at you, you're making a cunt of yourself. Everything your parents told you, your teachers told you, your mates told you, they're all right. I'm a loser. I'm a fucking idiot. Oh, hit you to Winston for a week. You're like, oh no, you throw your curtains, you don't want to go out. But eventually, get to a point you don't give a fuck about that. Aye. And that's when it becomes kind of liberating. I think in that first year or two years, you just need the right ratio of Aye. good gigs and shite gigs. Because there's the same thing, there's a thing with kids' sports, like if they lose too many times, like during the first two or three years, they end Aye. up with that mentality. Or if they win too many times, they're not resilient. And you Aye. Need to, Aye. I think it's like a 30 70 kind of ratio. Where you need to lose, but you need to win. And Aye. you know what I mean? It just gives you that mindset and that mentality. I used to, like, there was a couple of times, I remember when I started, I used to kind of deliberately go up to die in my hole just to get that experience. Aye, aye. Well, I'm going to die in my hole tonight and what, what? I'm going to go up because it was just like a... I've heard of people going to Edinburgh to have an intentionally difficult gig. Because yeah, like, used to play in Glasgow. See, in Glasgow, aye, like, and I've heard people talking about it. I've actually heard people talking about it on the stage as well. Like in Glasgow, like, you can not be having a great gig and you, know, you just find some guy to... Tattoos, then you just your maw, you know what I mean? And it's, that's <laughs> it, man. You're like the best pals in the world, and everybody thinks it's great. But it's like if you're doing like a, a gig with like fucking six Tories for Edinburgh and like five <laughs> people for Indonesia, and then like a bunch of Americans, like you know what I mean? It's and, I, and I've heard about people going to Edinburgh intentionally to get the more difficult gigs. Oh, that's because I've done Edinburgh for years, I learned a lot. Aye, I don't like it. I fucking hate it. I, I just want to crack your more jokes with that ah, guy. I get for, to Edinburgh, man. <laughs> that guy feast or house in the crowd, you know. That's what you need to get in your comfort zone, man. Ah, fuck you that, can man. run 268 miles and carry you can't, you go to Edinburgh. I'll take easy wins with a stand up. Oh, I'll be a knee pride or ego, man. Aye, aye. Aye, because definitely harder, like. Work because that's how I can go anywhere now. I think because I've done Edinburgh and you aye. get like Americans one night, loads of people from Spain. Oh, honestly, man, and you need to slow down just enough to understand you and get the jokes a wee bit. Well, I, I did a bit through there one night on the Royal Mile, and uh, it, it, I didn't die in my arse, but it wasn't great. That's still what I heard. Right? Aye, it, <laughs> it, it wasn't the greatest gig, right? It wasn't really enjoyable, man. I kind of got through it, and then I. But I, I two gigs that night. It's the only time I ever doubled up, and I, I I jumped in a car and I drove through to Glasgow, um, and I did a gig in the Griffin, and uh, and it was a, there was only a few people in, oh. but th- and there was a lassie sat in the front row, and I literally had to stop and say, "Are you all right, Hen?" Because like her breathing oh. and her tears, and all that she was just fucking buckled, man. Oh, yeah. And then like an, an hour before that, I'm in Edinburgh, man, just looking at all these fucking Filipinos and Americans, and you know what I mean. Oh, and yeah. like fucking. Was it like the same set you did back to back as well? It was exact same, oh, exact oh, same, yeah, yeah. man. I've got some lassies like choking oh, yeah. on a rain air. But you learn to be more uh, kind of just the differences. You learn to be more me. universal. Rather than just doing Glasgow stuff when you're Aye. in Glasgow, you could do more. See, I'm quite stuff. happy with that because, like, see, because I'm only in it just to, I just, I just have fun and I genuinely enjoy Aye. going. 
and talk and shite to people. And so just see if I just need to go up to Glasgow every night and do that. Aye. It's easier. I'm fine with that, man. And you might reach a point right. after a few years, though, if you've mastered the art of Aye. cracking those kind of jokes in Glasgow, and you might be like, I want more. I need more. I think it's see if you want something for comedy or you want to achieve something, you need that broader. Aye. Talent, but you're that broader ability, didn't you? Right? But like, if you're just so, you're, so, so you're basically, you're just doing it for fun, then. So, so like giggles, that. man. That's how I couldn't really tell you how long I've been doing it or Aye. how many gigs I've done. I am literally just doing it just for a bit of fun, man. Aye, that's it cool, man. Fun. It's a good social thing as well, though, isn't it? I, I think, I think you meet. It's about like the running man. Like you, you meet some very, very fucking interesting people, Aye, man. Aye. Some very, very interesting people. You know, there's a lot of uh, ultra running's the same, and it's very similar. Because there's a lot of fucked up people. In, so there's a, a lot of broken wing bursts so, in comedy and ultra running, man. So there's more fucked up people in ultra running than comedy. I, I think it's a fucking dead heap, man. Is Honestly, it? Aye, aye. Aye, there's a lot of there's a and it's mad, man. Whereas like the amount of people you meet in ultra running, the amount of people you meet in stand up that they're driven to do great things by aye. bad experiences, aye. which. Fuck it, you know what I mean? Aye, aye. I, I think that's maybe, maybe it's maybe a wee bit maybe a painful journey, but it's probably better than being bored and mediocre. Aye. And that, you know what I mean? Is that similar to music, Chris? You think that there's like a lot of fucked up people doing music? Are they they they're more more together people? There's certainly some aye. from either side. Uh, I wouldn't say it's like every person you meet has. because some... I guess with musicians, though, a lot of posh parents. I was going to say, like, I was, I'm, I'm not going to say I was forced into it, but just kind of naturally, like, my whole family play aye, music aye. and it just kind of came to me as well. Aye. So I don't have, like, a sad backstory of why I do music. Oh, <laughs> <fuck> <laughs> See, I've always thought, like, musicians were just kind of creepy and in it for the, the roadies and that. <laughs> The, what the, the, fan, what the, the, the groupies the groupies that's the roadies and for the roadies man and for the guy setting up the speakers <laughs> yeah. 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 Chris has brought you into his house you've just called him a creep I just don't I don't know if I was wanting to be super creepy I think I'd become a magician that's what it seems to be that's what it seems to be aye well that's all they could have dodged you saying that we're also bland he's flying a flag for comedy aye, aye, aye. Aye. here's to the comedy creeps Bill Cosby that's it man aye Bill Cosby who else was there Oh, I don't know. That's that, it. I, 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 Bill and Russell, aye. Uh, Louis CK there. was chugging in front of female oh, comedians and all that as well. Oh, really? Aye. Oh, do you know about that, Louis CK? I never understood that. Like, if you're going to be a creepy dude and you're just aye. like, I'm going to I'm going to knock one out in front of people. Nah, I know, I know. Like, so look at Louis CK. I'm going to get Louis CK on the podcast. Oh, I might need to run that one past the owner of the house aye like Louis you can come and date as long as your hands are above the table (laughs) at all times I don't even know who that dude is do you know know Louis CK no idea he's just like some creepy He's, a, he's, he's one of the best have you ever seen Louis CK he is great aye he's a phenomenal comedian just a bit handsy Aye, he's still touring and he fucked. He's fucked. He's just fucked. But he's phenomenal. Right. Watch some of his. His comedy's brilliant. He's like funny as fuck. And it's all very general. It's all very simple stuff in it. Aye, kind of simple observational stuff. Aye. Uh, like it was before all that came out. It was like probably one of the biggest in America at the oh, time. Aye. Oh, aye, aye, aye. Aye, before, yeah. aye, it was worth tens or hundreds of millions probably. And, right. and somebody mentioned, oh, he had a wank in front of me once. Fucking. I think aye. it was. It was more of a case of. Uh, I'm going to have a wank and he pressured her to stay and watch aye. type thing. I know, I know. I think it's maybe a power thing. He was like, I'm a, I'm, I'm a big name. Aye, that's what it was. It's a, it's a power th- It's just aye. fucking... It's not one, man. Weird, man. Anyway, <laughs> anyway so, so what have we done, Chris, man? Nearly an hour and a half. Another half, man. We better fucking... 
wrap up, man, because it's like we, we try to keep it no too long. Like we usually the first few are just an hour. Aye, last few uh, have been an hour and a half aye. just because we've been going through our lists and whatnot. Aye, but... aye, aye, aye. The last couple were an hour and a half. So I think we'll, we'll kind of finish up. I think we don't want to finish on Louis C.K. but wanking, <laughs> right? Right. So uh, what would you finish? So what would you get advice? Would you give somebody? See, like somebody that wants to do ultra running, or, or like anything. So somebody that wants like that's got big goals. Well, for me, right? See, like if I want to do. I'm training for the marathon. If I want to do further than that, what do I need to do? Like, what's what would you advice would you give to me? Hey, say I want to do. Say I want to do a fit. So next year I'm going to do a marathon again, right? So say if I want to do a fifty mile the following year, what would uh-huh. I? What would my kind of thing be? This is literally just for you, now, isn't it, John? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know there's so many listeners that. in this position. No, but, but it kind of applies to anything. I think it. Right, so and it kind of just goes back to what I was saying, like, and, and it does apply to anything. See, see whatever you want to do, like before you set a goal or draw a line in the sand that you're going to base success or failure on. I should fuck it. I'm going to do this. Aye, like, but become that thing first. Aye, aye, aye. aye do you know what I mean? Aye. Like, like nobody. Nobody's like, right, I'm going to, I want to be a boxer and then they go to a gym and just start fucking sparring Mike Tyson or Tyson Fury, you know what aye. I mean? Like, I would have battered you and McGregor. Aye, you McGregor. A very um, clever a technique. Aye, there you go. Aye, aye, aye. Go to the gym and get battered after Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> the, uh, aye, so the, take the t- like appreciate that you need to take the time and effort to become what you want to be. Aye. And then see, if, if you went through that journey of becoming whatever you want to be, then get yourself a point like, right, okay, I am, I am consciously competent at this now and then set yourself some goals and targets because if you set yourself goals and targets early on before you've become yeah, all you're going to just do is frustrate yourself aye. and end up with a lot of bitterness and, and resentment and you're just going to end up scunnered you know aye. unless you're phenomenally naturally talented that you're, you're just going to fucking hate it aye. but, um, but aye, if you want to build up your running that like and I kind of say it earlier on the, the very best thing you can do start slow and start small and start just really really patient and, and oh, focus, totally. focusing on consistency aye, aye. and not even just like consistency across like a year or two years or three years but consistency across like a run like you're saying like oh I can run the first 3k and then I'm walking for it last hour aye. like go for a 3k run and run it to a point that you don't feel fucked by the aye. end of it and if you want to go for a walk for an hour after that, then that's fine. Aye. And then the, the next couple of weeks, once you're comfortable with that, build it up. Aye. 4K, 5K, don't run it any faster, don't worry about times, don't worry about paces. Just slowly, slowly, slowly build it up. Aye, I'm, fi- that- I'm finding there's like wee gains. There's just wee simple Aye, so games. Mar- is it Mark Brailsford, is it? The guy who like turned around the Sky cycling team or something? Aye. Like his wee thing is one percent. Aye, and is that like it's when, it's when you start off anything, right? Like your 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 growth is like exponential, and then you get to that point, you kind of plateau. Aye, and it's aye. all about the one percent. But actually, see if if you don't concentrate on that exponential growth, if you just try and kind of ease yourself into something, enjoying the journey as aye, you aye. go along, then that's it, man. Aye. You'll you'll become whatever it is that you want to become, and you'll enjoy it, and you'll have learned a lot along the way, man. There's a wee bit that I do. Like, there's a wee, I know my regular run, but through Moody's Burn. And so do the hills, do the starts do the hill, which is good. Then it's a longer wee bit. And when I when I when I was starting to run again in June, there was a bit I got to where I was fucked. Mm. And that was, but but then I went right. That's that's my goal. 
So I, I maybe get to that a few and then I felt comfortable there. And then there was a wee bit further along. I went, all right, I can get to there now. Comfortable. And now I'm kind of running past that bit and I'm fine. I'm running past that bit and I'm, I'm fucking a good bit on now. Mm. So I know now that I can do that quite comfortable at a good pace. So I'm just trying to increase that until I can do it like the full... Like there's a full kind of 5k bit. I can't quite do a full 5k yet, but I'm no far away from it. Aye. You know, so I could get to this bit. All right. But again, then, don't, well, don't draw any lines in the sand, man. Just like, see, once you get to a point, you can run for that 5k aye. and you're comfy. That will come when it comes. Aye, aye. Do you know what I mean? Aye, like, aye. Just don't draw any lines nah. in the sand. See, I'm all right, mate. I'm not going to go, I can't do that yet. What's wrong with me? As long as I know that I'm getting slightly that 1% better every couple aye. of weeks or something. Progress. Like it's important to aye, feel as though aye, you're aye. making progress. You're aye. not feeling as though you're stuck. Aye. Man. I'm quite happy with it. I enjoy, I enjoy the running. Even the days when I'm fucked, I can't even do that wee bit. Well, I'm st- I still went out and done my run today. Aye. It's still a bit it's that of wee sense of achievement, isn't aye. it? It's like that American fucking army, navy guy, or whatever he was saying, like, make your bed first thing in the morning, you feel as though oh, you're achieving. Goggins. No, 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 it was like some high. Well, did you get goggins? I've not got the button yet. Next oh, week. No. Oh, <laughs> is there a goggins thing, isn't it? No, I'm going to, I'm going to, a bit like it? the Peter Griffin, I'm going to have a goggins button that goes, right. who's going to carry the boats? Oh. <laughs> who's the guy you're talking about? Oh, it was, it was just like, man, one of these viral clips, man. It was, I think he was doing like one of the leaving college speech type things. And his advice was make your bed. And it was oh, basically right, like you right, got right. up in the morning, you've made your bed. As soon as you got up, you've went and achieved something. Aye. And like that, the running's the exact same thing. Like I was, I like to run kind of earlier on because like you got up in the morning, you go for a wee run and right Aye. away, man, you've planned something, you've executed it. Do you know what I mean? And it gives you that wonderful feeling. Mix that in with your caffeine and your post-running dolphins, Aye. man. You're buzzing for Aye. the rest of the day, man. So make your bed. And go for a run. Right go for a run. <laughs> go for a run. Hey, <laughs> I will finish on there. I'll do it. was good. That was good, dude. Yeah. Can people find you on social media and whatnot for your? Eh, uh, don't worry about that. No, I'm worried. No, get your. Uh, do you not put your comedy up or anything? Nah, I don't. Really get it. Does he give a fuck about his comedy? Uh, uh, I like yeah, that man. attitude. Though. I like that attitude. Fuck it, man. And, so I, when you said that in my head, I was going, "I, but you need goals." Like, no, you don't. Do you fuck? Yeah. You're happy with that. You need enjoy yourself, man. You enjoy yourself. No, you need your fun. Who might I impose my goals of comedy Aye. on you? Who gives a fuck. Fucking horrible prick. ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
But other than that, thanks for listening, uh, watching, or whatever. Follow us, uh, send us any questions, and I'll see you later. Cheers, Grail. Bye. That's see you. Bye.